0: Elon Rosenblatt. Elon, how are yeah.
1: you? Fantastic. I'm much better than Miles Bridges and Miles that's Bridges' right. is, uh, significant other.
0: So let's let's go through it, right? Let's jump right right away, right? So to the Miles Bridges situation. So you think
1: what do you think Charles gonna do right now? So there's two options. I think I think he's gonna take the qualifying offer. I think that's most likely. But he's not getting matched anymore.
0: Do you think any other teams in the league are going to touch him or everyone's scared right now from a PR disaster?
1: I think it depends on the market. I think if the Knicks were interested, a big New York market can't do it. But I think a small market team could still. I don't know what that small market <laughs> team is, but.
0: I think like a team like Detroit or something like that.
1: Right. Had Detroit, still had Cap. Right. Uh, if they didn't do the Knicks moves, I think they would have still taken him.
0: Interesting. Interesting. All right, let's float around to your Knicks, right? That's, that's always the hot topic here. So, always obviously, always. it looks like they're, they're clearing some bag. They have some space here. They're going off to Brunson.
1: What do you think Brunson is going to get? What's your prediction I you think it's going to get an overpay? 100% has to be an overpay. The question is, which people always – what is an overpay, right? I think, you know, Brunson has gotten better every year. And, you know, a lot of times perception is a second-round pick. If he was a first – let me say flip it a little differently. How, right. how valuable is he if he was a first-round pick? Meaning, same to production – but he was a first round pick not a second round pick. People think of you differently. And what would his contract be then?
0: That's interesting. Right. Yeah, perception is reality with the draft
1: and those guys who are talking about a lot
0: usually get more more bites at the apple. What's the B plan? What's the plan B here, right? Like Dallas is going to hit a certain number, but Dallas can't afford to lose him for nothing. So the, the Mavericks point of view, you would think a sign of trade here is likely, no? Well, so that's the thing. So I think number
1: 1 the Knicks clearly had tamper. They gave away six second-round picks to have the ability to sign Brunson. Right. If I'm the Mavs, I say, screw it, Brunson. I'm giving you a math contract five years. Knicks can't beat that. Close the door. Honestly, they just got to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm sorry, Western Conference Finals. They can't lose him for nothing. And I'm fine on Brunson. I love you, New York, but he's a young guy. He was a second-round pick. I think he takes the money. And that, as a Knicks fan, scares me.
0: Well, here, so, I mean, like, look, there's other elements involved here, right? So the only thing I would differ on is there's a lot of value if you're the number one guy in New York, right, PR-wise and for your own, you know, agency, what have you. So, like, I actually think he might make up that difference on a lot more in, uh, on that realm, but that, that's an agency question.
1: Right. I mean, as a second co- – well, he has a better chance of getting a better second contract if he's a Nick. I mean, just to <laughs> – to our listeners, when in the 20 games Luca was out, Brunson averaged 20 points a game, seven and a half assists, about five rebounds. Like he showed, he could be a number one guy. Right. 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 So I'm not saying. By the way, just to clarify, I'm not saying when the Knicks get him they think he's going to be the best guy on a cha- on a contender. They don't. But the truth is he's not getting paid so much. I mean, Damian Lillard got 50 million dollars. Bradley Beal is going to have 60 million dollars on his contract. He's getting 30. In the NBA, if you can give a guy a max contract on his first contract out of the league, that's still a bargain. You know, that's actually a guy we have noted. And I'm just
0: going to throw a curveball at you once, right? Because, like, we're trying to work through every scenario, you know, as the Knicks, obviously, long a fan, right? So, like, what's the backup plan, right? So the logical thought was if, if they don't get Bronson in Dallas, whatever, you know, goes for it, uh, the highest Jones would be a backup plan. Is there any other realm of possibility that could be another dark horse candidate a uh, Levine or even a Bradley Beal than Entros, or do you think that's completely? I think Bra-
1: Bradley Beal completely not. Well, Levine is who I hope. Look, I think there's a world in which Levine's in play, but all reporting has not suggested that. Right. That's what I hoped for. I mean, I thought if they did Brunson and assign and trade for Fournier, and they signed Levine, but we're only hearing that he's going back to Chicago. So I would think that that's what he's doing. So, what are the Knicks going to do here to hold the bag of money? And then they're going to be forced to sign other free agents in in an offseason where there's a lack of them. The only pivot I see them doing, which is not a great pivot, but it's the only pivot I see them doing, is going for Westbrook and the Laker picks. It's not great, but you have a cap face, you got to use it. But then That 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 only makes sense, though, right? If the Lakers are going to do something with that cap. Well, they get Fournier and Randall.
0: I mean, look, I actually agree with that's actually an interesting plan, right? Because and we talked about this a lot like that, that actually probably be a better route for the Knicks in the sense that, like, if you dealt, well, let's just call it whatever, how many second rounders, but you got two Lakers first, that's interesting. And for the Lakers, if they're smart, their problem is death, the problem isn't, you know, quote unquote, star talent, right? The problem is that Stanley Johnson is their third best player, right? And Austin Reeves has to get 30 minutes a night. I like Austin Reeves. He should be your 10th or 11th guy. He shouldn't be your 3rd or 4th guy, right? Um, To further that point, Dallas, the Lakers, in my opinion, have the worst 3 through 12 in the league, right? If you had to, like, they're worse than Detroit, okay? So if every team lost their two best players, they would win one game. I think we agree with this. So as a result, I don't think it's the worst idea for the Lakers to clear cap. They got... Buddy, to add three or four like vets, like who know how to play basketball, like a a Tyus Jones type, a Kyle Anderson, right? A Amir. I mean, they
1: they could get a PJ Tucker, man. They can get PJ Tucker. Tucker, I think
0: already. Tucker, I believe, is signing with Philly. That was the latest report I saw.
1: That's the latest report, but free agency didn't start yet. You know, I mean, I mean, it's still a moratorium. We saw the, you know, remember DeAndre Jordan? I think. Things change, you know. Like I feel like if no one expects the Lakers to have cap, if right. Lakers have cap, all of a sudden, game changes. My point is, is that that's the pivot I make. I can't see another one I like. You know, I don't want to throw max money at Aiton. Right. Getting Mitch back. The only pivot I see is getting Westbrook and assets, and then saying this is a tankier. The only way to go. Because. And by the way, because- that would be
0: like a dream come true, right?
1: Because like I could argue
0: both ways here, right? So like here's the thing: just assessing value. Right. And a lot of people talk about like second round picks. Are they worthwhile or not? So I'd argue the following. Right. This is my point. I think in when scouting has gotten a lot better and people know who everyone is and all that, I think having like a I think I think every decade, it extends a little bit. So being like a top 40 pick is still pretty valid. Top 45 even there's a certain level where you're getting past 40, 45 range where obviously the, the value diminishes like crazy because of two things. Right. Um, teams don't have enough roster spots to develop that much talent, right? So, right. you know, you only have a certain amount of slots to develop youth in the NBA, okay? You have summer league, but even the summer league, you got to be careful. You really don't want to play anybody. You don't want to play everybody. I'll give you an example. Like Orlando right now, I saw a tweet by the Orlando Magic um, that, you know, they're showing the summer league roster and they had an R.J. Hampton on it. And everyone was like, why is R.J. Hampton playing? And R.J. Hampton actually responded to the tweets. He's like, I, I suggested it. You know, I want to get reps, right? But, like, the Orlando Magic have given R.J. Hampton a, a ton of opportunity. I think he started a bunch of games his first few seasons. And, you know, I think I sent you something before this chat. He did. He's the worst player in the NBA, literally, according to expected value. Is the worst. He's the yeah.
1: massive negative. Aitan, why don't you transfer over to talk about the Spurs and Lonnie Walker and just explain the idea of – right." The value, not just in the contract or the money given spent, but the minute is a commodity that teams have to use wisely.
0: Yeah, great call. So the Spurs over the last couple of years, and again, we talked about this. The San Antonio Spurs are the best drafting team in NBA history, right? They have never been a team that's, you know, the only free agent, big free agent they got in the last 30 years, if I'm thinking off memory, is LaMarcus Aldridge, right? And that was in the tail end of his career. They have never been a free agent player despite being a dynasty. And the way they've done it is through the draft, right? Getting, you know, uh, guys deep late um, and, and, and also playing up their value and then moving them with, with need be, right? So even like the little ones, they, they, they went on these fringes. Fine. We all, we all know this. So what the Spurs have done really – well, the Spurs are a good drafting team, but the Spurs understand that there's only, you know, 10 guys who are going to be in an NBA rotation, right? And maybe injuries and stuff, you could get up to 11, and then the guys have to fit with each other and all that. So they only have uh, a certain number of minutes to go around uh, and usage to go around. Usage is a big deal. To develop an NBA, you need minutes and usage. You have to be a decent part of that unit when you're on the floor. You can't just play off the ball or in a bad unit. Fine. So over the last few drafts, uh, they have been stockpiling guys like Heldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, uh, Primo, right? Um you look at a guy like Lonnie Walker, right? And Lonnie Walker got amped opportunity in San Antonio, right, for for two or three years. He looked good. He was starting. His his value went up. The only knock I'll say on San Antonio is you do want to have foresight a little bit to these things. It's never good to lose an asset for nothing. So the one nitpick I would say about them, and this is being very um, maybe strict, is they probably could have foreseen that Lonnie Walker, you know, was going to be a restricted free agent this season – Um, And they didn't want to re up him, probably needed to move him
1: at the deadline. Okay. But I'm not going to. That's that's nitpicking. What my point is don't throw good money after bad. Yeah. Don't say it differently.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: If you look at the haul, they just traded, if you don't know, they just traded uh, Murray for three, for four future firsts from Atlanta. I think three firsts in a swap. And the value in that trade, they didn't just get draft picks, they also got minutes for Primo. Right. And minutes for their youth. And the new picks, they just had three picks in the draft. So the point is, is that when you think about asset allocation, some of those assets are minutes you're able to supply your team. And nobody knows examples of that doing that poorly than the New York Knicks, who did not give their team enough, the youth, enough minutes.
0: Right. And, and, and every year counts, too. It's not like. You know, I always find it hilarious. You look at the, the Twitterverse, and they're looking at, like, how many former Knicks won a title, right? So, like, how many former Knicks are in the, in the championship right now? People are like, every year's had one. Has had a former Nick. Like, Luke Cornett was this year's former Nick, which doesn't really count. But, like, you know. But just,
1: I'm just going to interject here. How ridiculous. Why the hell are you talking about the Knicks? Everyone loves to talk about the Knicks. It's insane. Anyway, go on.
0: No, but I'm saying, like, my point to that is, like, or, like, what, Frank is getting playoff minutes for the Mavericks, right? right. But, like. You know, the fact is, a guy like Frank even, who people rip on Phil Jackson for, right, you, you needed to, um, you know, put him in, in the right development situation. The Knicks are just not a good player development team, unless the guy's like a top five, top ten pick. And even then, most teams would have played OB top in and, and quickly a lot more down the stretch than the Knicks did. They were still it took way
1: too long to start them. So the, the Yeah, fans, and, and yeah. I just want to c- cement that point in. So one of the things, the Knicks were trying to trade up for Jaden Ivy. And they wanted to use their youth. They wanted to use Emmanuel quickly, Grimes, Obi Toppin. And the thing is, while us Knicks fans love those guys, teams are like, wait, they only played 15 minutes a game. Right. Why am I going to trade an asset for a guy who was only good enough on a bad team to play 15 minutes? That guy can't be good. They don't look at them the way we do. Right. And they didn't have value, and they couldn't trade him. So right. that's just exactly. important to know. You have to build the value of your assets. Right.
0: right. And the only way to do that is minutes and usage. Right, but that's why, but back to we're kind of going around round route way, so like obviously San Antonio-Atlanta, and we'll dissect like the Atlanta deal in a bit, but I wanted to finalize on the Knicks. The Knicks, there, there is a potential blessing in disguise at the end of all of this, right? Or if they, like, and again, I don't know the relationship between ownership and, and, and Leon Rose. We talked about this, you know, off the pod where you know, it's actually a really smart idea as a fan to analyze the ownerships of all these teams and find out what's the incentive of ownership, and that's going to trickle down to the team, right? If if the owners either about to die or want to sell the team, that's a completely different uh, mindset than than a group of owners, and, and they're looking at long term as an investment, right? Fine. But the point on the Knicks is like the your, the Russell Westbrook situation, right? And like that, that's a possibility to come up. They they, they have to. If they don't get Brunson, right? Like, if they pivot quickly to, hey, we're just going to pull a Spurs and do a quick rebuild, and they convince, you know, ownership of that, I mean, that is a fantastic pivot. We're like, I get it. It's not ideal. You move second rounders, blah 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 blah
1: blah. But like, that's not that's not a bad route, wouldn't you say? A hundred percent. If they, do, I mean, that's the right move to do. If, however, they they go after, I don't know, give eight in the mat. what are they going to do? I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. You're coming in and out. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: But there's not there's not another move in play, right? So my point is like if, if they X out of Brunson, like Levine's not coming there, Beale's not coming there, the PR is gonna look bad. Okay. And the Knicks are, are a decent PR team. they like in fact Knicks fans are their own PR, right? They don't need a PR team. Okay.
1: So, right. so yeah, basically I, I, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Do you hear me? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I I don't trust them to make the right move. I don't trust them to make the right move. That's my move. You know, my move is to go Westbrook and rebuild, and then you know, take it, take a next stab next year because he's expiring. Right. But, but, but but I don't but, think but that's the, their move. I don't know what they would do. I think they. But know. I'm saying, but like I what, what I'm that, I think they know.
0: Right, right. We are, but like, I don't know. I think I think there is a, a potential that like they accidentally make the right move. Is my point right? Like, if Brunson doesn't come there. There's literally no one else. Like, the wor- what's what's a logical worst case if they don't get Bronson? Andre Aiden. Do you think that's He's really a feasible, though? Because
1: isn't the Mitchell Robinson thing kind of clear? It's not done yet. It's only in, in proposal. They'll scrap the Mitchell Robinson thing. I mean, nothing's signed. Um, right. You know, Mitchell Robinson, just because of cap reasons, he only has a $2 million cap hold, so you could go over the cap to sign him. He was proposed to get a four-year 60, but – They only have two, like they can get him after. The plan is to sign everybody, then get Mitch. They, you know, Tyus Jones could be a possibility. He could, but the bottom line is that, and this is the the reality does Leon Rhodes care about looking bad? And Tyus Jones is not getting 30 million. So at the end of the day, you traded those picks for what? And you can't be, you just can't be sitting with empty cap. It's just going to look bad. And it's going to look bad. Yeah. and, And I think everybody cares about looking bad no matter what. You're going to right. have traded those picks, so I feel like the kid, Ty Jones is not worth 30. So well, I, he's not worth going?
0: 30, but I'll make this argument back. Right is sure. so there's two things: is it is the Brunson appeal right now that hey this this guy is legitimately a star, and or is it the fact that he's a point guard? Okay, because there's a distinction there, right? Like meaning if they don't get Brunson, I I think. They're gonna be I think they view whether we agree with this or not, I think they view the point guard slot as a big gaping hole, okay, for their future. They don't know the feasibility of Rose long term. They don't trust quickly yet, right? Fine. So my point is I do think they're gonna to have to pivot to another point guard just based on what they've been saying and stuff if they move off from Bronson. And they might get two yeah. guys. You know who they got. Gu- That'll be their appeal.
1: Yeah, and by the way, the two guy thing is a problem about minute allocation for the youth but even i'll tell you the other worst case scenario just to scare everybody out there colin yeah. sexton also colin is another worst case scenario oh uh, yeah that's a good call that, Collins, i don't think yeah colin sexton you could you could see oh look at you, how many points he averaged his number whatever it's not crazy if you pay him 25 million dollars and i think that's I, I think they'd rather go that route from saving face perspective which is you know, to our point, always that the, the team is secondary, the, the, the GM's perception is primary. And I think Leon Rose right. will not want that that nightmare.
0: He won't, right? He, he doesn't want to look bad. But I mean, listen, Jackson, I, I, I,
1: I, won't, I wouldn't lie. I, I wouldn't shock me if, if there's a wink. I mean, listen, let's just play it out. How did this happen? It easily could be that, that listen, Jalen Brunson's agent is, is Leon's son, <laughs> Jalen Brunson's dad. <laughs> is a is meaning. So Jalen Brunson made more money this, like, like whatever, even if Dallas is willing to offer more money now, I mean, it's just, it's just truth, right? Let's say the Knicks never opened up cap. If the Knicks never opened up cap, Dallas could say to Jalen Brunson, Hey, we're offering you Freddie Van Fleet money, four years, and 90, take it or leave it. And the reality is nobody else has cap space. So then he's stuck. Right. And the Knicks can't get off their cap. And then there's no sign and trade because Dallas doesn't want to play ball. And he takes the money. So, so Leon Rose, and this is the tampering that I actually really do think happened. Leon Rose go. And which is why if this didn't happen, Leon Rose is in trouble. Leon Rose and the agent say, listen, we're going to clear the cap, but if we clear the cap, you better sign with us. Right. And he's going to say, yeah, I'll sign with you no matter what, even if I get a fifth year with Dallas and I'll say, it's because I want to be the primary option. And the reality is that I think that probably did happen because Jalen Brunson makes more money, even though Dallas is now willing to up their, their offer. They I'm sure gave, the agent and offer what they were going to go. And now they're up upping it. Well, it's too late. Dallas should have offered that from the beginning. And I actually really think that's, what's going to happen. I, I, I just don't see, because I think that was the wink, wink agreement. I, I just think that was yeah, wrong.
0: I, I, I agree. It, it's too, it's too logical. Otherwise, right? Like you don't do these moves for a hunch to your point. And, and that, and that like incestuous relationship is impossible. First of all, tampering the NBA is really bad at like investigative things. Okay. Let's just be honest. Right. Like, You can't, you can't prevent tampering. You just, you can't, you you can, you can prevent overt tampering, like Magic Johnson going on Jimmy Kimmel and being like, we would love Paul George to start doing some winking. Fine. Like, you're asking to get fine there. Because the NBA cares about PR. So the NBA doesn't want to look bad and feel like, oh, you know, everybody's in everyone's pocket, right? But I'm sorry. If it's freaking Leon Rose's kid is the agent of Brunson, that's insane. Right. Which is so, why, which is why I think he the the I think he's a
1: Nick. Yeah, he's a Nick. Yeah, okay. I think he's a Nick also. But the backup would be Westbrook. The nightmare backup would be eight intersections. So that's, really, uh, the only
0: the only thing to, to discuss here then, because I I agree. Like the betty, the odds. Like I was making odds to this. Would be like minus five hundred basically means like it's five to one odds. He's going to four to one odds, and he's going to be a uh, a New York Nick. So Brunson's a, a Nick.
1: Um, the only thing that would be better uh, is if Randall's hit. in the movie. Yeah, uh, well, so that—that's the question, right? The question is, if Brunson becomes a Nick, is it is there a sign and trade, or do um, do uh, do they just get him out right? And if it's sign and trade, who's in that trade? And can the hey, Nick? Look, then, I, I, I'll, okay. I'll even I'll even make it more revert, and maybe this is not feasible, right? Can you can you have multiple
0: players in a sign in trade? Uh, I I I don't know who who you what, why are you suggesting? I'm suggesting that because if I'm the Mavs, I'm not. I'll say this. Here's the thing with Dallas, right? Dallas just needs talent around Luka. They just need talent and they can figure the rest out, right? They they had uh, people don't understand how great Luka's run was last year in the playoffs. Getting that team to the conference finals, that team was was horrific without him, okay? And, and was the and second Brunson. most talented I mean, Brunson. and Brunson, fine. All right. So, Brunson's the second most talented team, player on that team, Dinwiddie's the third. My suggestion is they have Tim Hardaway Jr's cap hold, right? He's not a free agent, I don't believe and, and like, I don't, you don't know what, what kind of Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to come back, right? I'm just throwing this idea out there. So if you have a chance to move Brunson and you just attach Hardaway Jr. with him in a sign trade and you say, hey, New York, like, you just want to max your return from a, a value standpoint, right? And then you try to maybe get some other assets, I don't know, whatever. But if I'm the Mavs, I try to get – I know this sounds crazy. Like, I shit on 48 all the time. But this is a different scenario where Dallas just needs value. They need talent, Right. So if I can get Fournier, if Fournier was on that team,
1: he'd get like three hundred fifty-three points. I mean, he set the record. Exactly, Knicks. Right, right. That's my point. So
0: if you got back Randall and Fournier, and now Dallas goes into next year with some kind of lineup of Luca Fournier, you know, I am just saying the rotation: Luca Fournier, DFS, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, Randall Wood. You still have Bullock. You still have Dinwiddie as a seven-man rotation. Dwight Powell's eight-man rotation. You've now vastly improved talent-wise around Luca, and and now like you know you could buy you could probably consider contention if the team gets the right rotations
1: and all that right. Why would the Knicks do that though? That's the only thing. I mean, I'm with you. But they would have to uh, stay, like right now. Why? I, I'll tell you why the Knicks do that.
0: I think, and I think you would agree. I think the Knicks are focused. The, here's the strategy of the Knicks. In my opinion, I've said this many times. They're doing the ladder move. Right? They're not looking to rebuild.
1: No, so hold on. But wait, wait. What's the ladder? You know, my point is, I, I'm, I'm getting, listen, the Knicks are getting Brunson with or without the help of the Mavs. They have free agency. They don't need it. No, I, need I, know, I know.
0: I know. I get it. I get what you're saying, right? But I think, I don't think those, those Randall and Fournier have negative, look, I know you're going to disagree. They have negative value around the league. They don't have positive value. Their value is either zero or negative. Okay. Right. So, okay. They have. They might have even value to a couple of teams. The only team I could see them having even value to is the Mavericks because they were in the conference finals. They, they have a chance now to just to grab a lot of talent.
1: Well, I'm right? just gonna ask you straight up, straight up. Let's forget Brunson because Brunson's not in the deal, right? Yeah. So you're basically suggesting Julius Randle and Fournier for Hardaway Jr. Would you do that a few minutes? Huh. Yes,
0: I would because I want to clear. I want to clear usage in minutes for my youth to develop. Okay. And, and I don't think Randall and Fournier help the youth and in, in the minutes at all. And if your move is the ladder move, you need to develop youth to get that next piece. The next piece the Knicks are aiming is Donovan Mitchell from Westchester, New York, right? This is very obvious to me. They, they're doing a ladder move. Their first move, they're like, let's get Brunson first. They're not, doing, they're not doing the 2008 Celtics. The 2008 Celtics isn't walking through that door, meaning, look, you know my point. I, I, they,
1: I, they can't get- I, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, how I say this? I would. I think it's a bad I think it's good for the Knicks, but it's a bad deal. Meaning I think they could get more. They get an asset out of it.
0: That, maybe, okay, let me so talk about this all in time. There, Who's right?
1: more desperate in that trade?
0: But my maybe is not in there, but like if Dallas knows they're gonna move Brunson, okay, and they're gonna lose him. It is you gotta focus on the Dallas side here for a second. If I'm the, if I'm Mark Cuban, I'm a, you know Donnie Nelson or whoever is there, right? I am very nervous. You need to start progressing. You don't have to take dumb moves, but you have to progress. They have no – if they lose Brunson for nothing, that team is a lot worse, okay? Well, they got wood, but yeah, I agree. They got, they got wood, which is better, but you can't go backwards. You just – you have to keep continue going up. So, if, like, my point is, like, we argue, right? Like, if these guys are worth the value, whatever, the cap's going to go up, okay? If I'm if – my goal for Dallas would be what's the – not the most amount – what's the – not the best deal. What's the most amount of pure talent – I could get back
1: for the Knicks if I am losing Brunson, right? right? And I so think, that, I, I, yeah. So here is where I agree with you. Meaning, I think I agree with you. Net, Net, Randall needs to be off the team. I am just saying, who's a more desperate team in this trade? I think the Knicks get a first in there. I do. Fourney is better than Hardaway. Hardaway's injured, and Forney is better even when they were injured. I, I, I don't,
0: I don't, I don't think the Knicks. I, I mean, look, I am not going to get nitpicky about it, but I don't think they get a right. first, right? Um, but regardless, I, I'll, I'll explain why for the Knicks. I think Leon Rose is if he gets Brunson, now he's like, now his eyes are going to go to Donovan Mitchell, okay? Right? And now he's like, okay, we got Brunson. We're going to be like he queen. Can I push back on you on that? Yeah.
1: The pushback I have on you, and I think the Knicks are smarter than that, especially after Kemba Walker in defense. You can't have Donovan Mitchell and Brunson in the backcourt. You can't have two guards 16.
0: I don't think they're thinking that. Honestly, I really, there's a lot of been a lot of smoke where the smoke fire, right? So just okay. to kind of explain the viewers, the latter move, right? In 2008, okay, this is the difference, right? In, in the these 2008 Celtics and, and 2010 and whatever heatles won't happen it's very hard for that to happen again right so it's very hard to like let's clear it and get two stars in one shot to now partner with our third star right like the, that, that that's not gonna happen but the Knicks are trying to do that in my opinion in stages so they're saying okay the first move is you know we like Barrett Barrett's a good piece let's get two players with them and now we're, we're really interesting so the first guy they have their eyes on is obviously Brunson. Let's check that off. Great. I'm going to have two, let's call them pseudo all-stars. But I think the next, the big fish has always been Donovan Mitchell, and Utah is going to move him. They're going to rebuild, right? So either it's at this deadline, it could be as soon as this deadline, in my opinion, or next offseason, they're going to make a run at at Mitchell. Right? Would you agree? Yeah, I don't know if Elon's with us, but what I would say is, it, it seems very obvious to me that that's the move for the next. It's 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 getting Brunson, and then it's eventually getting Mitchell. And if you're smart, the way to do that is like Randall and Fortnite are not going to have the value to get Mitchell. Okay, especially for a rebuilding team. But if you prop up Obi Toppin, you prop up quickly Grimes that youth, then now.